Welcome to the Bad Preaching Podcast with Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg. Well, hello everybody. Welcome back to the Bad Preaching Podcast and thanks for listening in. Pastor Brad is here with me here in the Bad Preaching Podcast <laughs> studio and um, Pastor Brad, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Looking forward to a good podcast and some lively discussion today. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about for this podcast, since we've been doing the whole tis the season of interviews on yeah, this podcast. Yeah, the interviews. Maybe we could uh, interview you about your sermon series that you're doing right now about okay. Jesus in the Old Testament. And this past Sunday... How how do you say it? you said something about grading your sermons? <laughs> oh, grading my sermon, yeah. So so uh, yeah, this past Sunday I was like, um, and you know, like some of my humor is just impromptu, yeah, yeah, and and some of it's actually funny and some of it isn't, <laughs> yeah. But uh, some of it's impromptu, but like sometimes I'll think of a real zinger and I just can't <laughs> wait until I get up there to use it and see how it goes over. Yeah. So this was one of those I'd thought about it like all week or or, or part of the week, and I'm like. So I asked, I said to everybody, I said, I don't know what you're giving me as far as a grade for the sermons in this series, but I'm giving myself an A plus for the titles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we love that one. That was a good one. Little zinger that you had. Um, But you're right. So I thought it would be fun just to kind of go through these past few weeks of your sermons and just kind of see where you got your inspiration and maybe if you could tell us a little bit about the sermon itself. Okay, Um, sure. So the first week you start with Adam and talking about Jesus in the Old Testament through Adam. And your sermon title for this one was Get Your Finger Out of My Spaghetti. Get Your Finger Out of My Spaghetti. (laughs) Yes, that's that's what got me into this title thing. And so first let me say this. I, I don't know if I can maintain the titles or not. Okay. Like throughout next year. I, yeah. I thought, am I starting something here that I can't continue? You're setting the bar high. Set- <laughs> <laughs> so I've tried to at least come up with some creative titles for um, th- this series, mm-hmm. throughout this series. And I try to have creative titles every time, but these titles I've tried to go above and beyond. Yeah. On. So uh, we'll see if twenty what 2023 will hold. Uh, Pastor Brad, but yeah, the, the first sermon in this series was Get Your Finger Out of My Spaghetti. And I thought about a story from, I guess it would be middle school years, but I didn't have a middle school. Okay. You know, our school uh, was a very, very small school, seventh grade through 12th grade, about 240 something as terms of the student population Mm. that was grade seven through 12 240 kids so uh, we went to elementary school from kindergarten to fifth uh, excuse me kindergarten to sixth and then we went to high school so i don't know if i was a seventh grader or eighth grader at this point in time but but this upperclassman who was friends with one of my cousins uh he had never bothered me before never bothered me after that Uh, In fact, I don't remember, you know, getting bullied or anything like that in school, thankfully, because I know that's a bad thing and some people experience that. But uh, this young man, he was probably 11th or 12th grade. And for some reason, he stuck his finger as I was walking (laughs) out of the cafeteria line. He was going the other direction. He stuck his finger in my spaghetti. (laughs) 
So let me say this, if he is listening, you know, I forgive you. I have, I have forgiven you. Uh, but you could, you know, you could buy me another order of spaghetti yeah. to make for restitution. <laughs> I'm glad to hear you work through the trauma. I work through that the trauma. Yeah, incident. I'm not bitter. I'm not yeah. bitter. You know, but I would take another order of spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't even remember. I'm sure. I'm certain. I threw it away. Um, I can't imagine that I would have eaten it. I'm a, a pretty picky person. Sometimes yeah. I don't even like to drink after my own wife at times. So I'm pretty picky. Okay. So I'm sure I probably just threw the spaghetti away. I don't remember if Would I you just... consider yourself a germaphobe? Nah, I'm not a okay. germaphobe, but I'm I'm picky about certain things. Alright. Yeah. So so I I'm and in some ways I'm not at all. So that's why I wouldn't say germaphobe. But yeah. I definitely when it comes to my food mm. or my drink, you know, certain things turn me off, I'm done. Yeah. So um not done eating, I'll find something else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm not sure that day if I found something else or what I did. But Hadn't thought about that in years, but that came across my mind. I thought about it uh, when I was preparing the sermon about Adam mm. and um, thought about that finger being stuck in my spaghetti. So thus the title, Get Your Finger Out of My Spaghetti. Yeah. And so that tied in with the sermon of how sin, after Adam and Eve sinned and, and brought sin into the world, it really did put its ugly finger in our spaghetti, mm. and it messed things up in many, many ways. Death, sickness, separation, hard toiling and laboring, the uh, the working at the sweat of our brow, uh, just trying to work on things just to stay, you know, just to stay caught up. You know, nothing stays caught up. You have to stay after your yard work. You have to, in this world, we just have to work, work, work to keep and maintain. Mm-hmm. In this fallen world, uh, the, the, uh, the, the pain of childbirth, uh, all of those things, all these things are the curse of sin, the ugly finger of sin that got stuck in our spaghetti. <laughs> and, and so now we live in a fallen world. Yeah. We live in a fallen world and the neat thing is when I when I look at Adam, I also think of the second Adam. And the second Adam is the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord Jesus Christ came to do what the first Adam could not. Mm-hmm. And 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 through his death at the cross, we can be saved and forgiven of our sins. We still live in this fallen world. But we have the promise one day that our risen Savior will return and he'll restore creation and humanity to what it should be and to what it was in the Garden of Eden before the ugly finger of sin got put in our spaghetti. Yeah. So I think, Brad, one thing I tried to communicate in this sermon, I don't know if I communicated it well or not, but... So many people ask God, why God? Mm-hmm. Why do you allow this? So many people can seemingly become angry at God. But good theology shows us that we live in a fallen world. Mm-hmm. And that is because of sin. It is because of the rebellion of mankind as a whole. It's because of the temptation of Satan. And so we suffer under the curse of sin that is all around us. And so we can't blame God. We can't say it's his fault. But what we can do is embrace the salvation that he has provided for us 
through his son, Jesus Christ. And then we can embrace the hope that we have beyond this life, the hope knowing that one day he will restore all things. And so I feel like if if those folks that might be struggling of being angry with God, why did you let this person die? Or why did you let this happen? Or having bitterness of God, those feelings are misguided. Th- yeah. those, those emotions are being placed upon God when in fact we should realize it is the result of our own sinfulness and it's the result of the curse of sin that all of us live in this world mm-hmm. uh, that is fallen, that is full of the curse. But Jesus Christ has made a way and if we trust him, we'll be saved. And one day we can live with him in a perfect existence of what God intends things to be. Yeah. So I hope that that came across in the sermon. I hope it comes across, Pastor Brad, in this conversation today that might help somebody. You take those emotions and those feelings away from God. Don't blame God. Realize God has made a way that we can have peace through him. Mm. So, um, this might be your longest interview ever, Pastor Brad. You know, I interviewed you, and now you're interviewing me. Yeah, and we're already up on a break. Yeah, so uh, we'll be right back, and we'll look at the next sermon title. Well, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not doing this interview, Pastor Brad. Will, he'll he'll decide what we're doing <laughs> after the break. Thanks for listening. Bad preaching podcast. Hi, this is Josie. We hope you are enjoying this episode of the Bad Preaching Podcast. Please join Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg each week and enjoy the discussion. Find our weekly sermons on Facebook or YouTube. Just search Nortonsville Church of God or visit our website for a podcast recording of each sermon at nortonsvillecog.com. Welcome back to the Bad Preaching Podcast. We are continuing our interview with Pastor Greg on his sermon series of Jesus in the Old Testament and some of these sermon titles, these creative sermon titles that he has come up with. Uh, in the first segment, we heard him talk about, get your finger out of my spaghetti. And Pastor Greg, I love how you were able to combine your love for God and your love for food <laughs> yes. in a sermon. Yes. And yes. have it all come out together yes. like that. That was pretty creative and a really, really powerful sermon, too, if you well, haven't heard it. Well, I appreciate that. Um, I, com- I combined two or three of my loves uh, in life in my sermons typically according to david baldwin so david if you're listening here's your here's your shout out shout out Uh, he told me the other other day he said you always quote a song (laughs) and you always mention food so yeah music is a big part of my life it always has been food is a big part of my life (laughs) and of course god is a big part of my life i love teaching and preaching so I get to combine all three of those things. And typically, I do mention a song at some point, usually, or the lyrics of a song. And usually, I'm mentioning food at some point. And there's a lot of Sundays you get to preach, sing, and eat. So that's, <laughs> that's a good triple Sunday. threat. <laughs> that's a triple threat right there. That's a, that's a good Sunday right there. So, <laughs> But yeah, your second, your second uh, sermon title I want to get into this podcast is really tying into culture as well. It's mm-hmm. called Where's Waldo? Where's Waldo? Yes. 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 So um, most people, I'm sure, will remember the Where's Waldo. Mm. You had the little books that folks would buy. And everybody that's familiar with Waldo, you you know what Waldo looks like. Mm. You know he has the distinctive red and white stripes. Usually has a little uh, toboggan-type cap, I'll call it. I don't know if that's the right description, yeah. Brad. But um 
that with a little ball hanging yeah, down the to the pom-pom side. pom-pom type hat. It's, pom-pom it's like a pom-pom uh-huh. hat, but yeah. Yeah, off, off, and, and so then you would have these little activity books and look until you find Waldo. Well, the, the, the rationale for that title is this entire series is about finding Christ in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm really just hitting the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Um, there will be, I guess, five sermons in this series. Mm-hmm. And I will not even come close to doing this topic justice. We're looking at five different people in the series, Adam, Noah, Abraham, Moses, David. Mm-hmm. And we'll see reflections of Christ in all of those stories and even some of the covenants that were made with with some of these individuals and, and different things. But there's so much more in the Old Testament that talks about, points to, prophesies about Christ, um, imagery that and that symbolically points to Christ, so much that, that we will not get into in this series. But I just love the fact, Brad, that the Bible is one cohesive book, mm-hmm. Old and New Testament, yes, written over the course of hundreds, spans of hundreds and hundreds of years by multiple, multiple authors. But I love the fact that even stating all of that, it is still one very cohesive book. Mm -hmm. And the entirety of that book is about Christ. Yeah, like we can't just throw out the Old Testament. No, absolutely not. Christ is all over the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. and, And the Old Testament is just pointing us to our need for Christ and is showing us so much about Christ. And, and we see that in all of these, all of these stories that I'm preaching about in this series of Christ in the Old Testament. But the Where's Waldo, you asked me about. Yeah. Well, uh, that sermon was the story of Noah, the story of Noah. And what I see there, um, some of, I guess, a secondary topic in that sermon was faith. You know, the Noah's faith of mm-hmm listening to God, serving and living for God in the midst of a culture that must have been just extremely evil and violent, so much so that God was ready to just wipe out the entirety of the culture, the entirety of the world. And the Bible said Noah found grace, favor in the eyes of the Lord. So something about this man Noah who was able to keep his faith, his confidence in God, because of that, he saved his own family I use the phrase, if we save the whole world but lose our own families, what have we profited? Mm-hmm. That puts a priority in our in our lives as as dads and as moms and as grandparents to to reach our families, to train our families, pour into them, especially if they're young. Start as young as you can and pour as much of God and the scriptures and the stories of Christ and prayer and church, pour that into them. Mm-hmm. And, and do the, your best to prepare an ark for the saving of your children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. But Noah found grace and favor in the eyes of the Lord. His family was saved, but humanity was saved because from that family, a new population of humanity sprang forth. And so it was Noah's faith, his faith of standing out in the midst of all the unrighteousness, but also his faith to obey God and build this massive ark that we call it when it hadn't even rained before. Mm -hmm. 
and no one was saved. He preached no no one other than his family for a hundred years building this ark, and he was no doubt mocked and ridiculed and made yeah. fun of. But his faith in God was as such. God said, "Build it. I'm going to build it." And so he built the ark, and he saved his family. He saved humanity. The evil population was wiped out by the judgment of God. I mean, we could go down a whole conversation yeah. about that too, Pastor Brad. But but let me jump in to the Christ part of the sermon. You know, we see that the ark was a place of safety, and we found we find safety in our salvation through Christ. Mm-hmm. The ark was a place that saved them from the wrath and judgment of God. We as Christians, when we put our faith and trust in Christ, we find safety from the judgment and wrath of God. One of the things that I ended the sermon with was the fact that Noah took pitch, P-I-T-C-H, pitch, and put it all over the ark as was instructed by God. And the Hebrew word that is used there for pitch is the same Hebrew word that is used in other parts of the Old Testament for the word atonement. Mm. And I thought, wow, that dog will hunt. (laughs) That will (laughs) preach right there. And so Noah took his family inside of an ark that was sealed in the atonement, if you will, sealed by this pitch. And we today can be sealed by the blood of Christ. Yeah. And that is what the end result of the message was that we want, if you don't know Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, allow him to seal you, not with pitch, but with the blood of Christ, with his atonement. But this ark is a picture of the future atonement that would come through Christ. Um, and such a beautiful beauty. And I could talk about the ark having one door and salvation having one way mm-hmm. through Jesus Christ. There is no other way to God. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through and by me. Mm-hmm. So if we come to God, we will go his way. And his way, in Noah's day, his way was get on the ark, go through that one door. It's been sealed, the ark has been sealed by the pitch, covered by the atonement. And I, God, myself will close the door and you're going to be safe inside the salvation of the ark. But today it has come through that one door of salvation through Jesus Christ and be saved and become part of the atonement of the new covenant. And what a beautiful thing that is. Yeah. What a beautiful thing that is. Every sermon somehow should point to there is salvation in Jesus Christ. Yeah. Every sermon. And it's been a powerful sermon series. If you haven't heard the sermons yet, you can go on our Facebook or YouTube and, and go watch those because they have been, I mean, the sermon uh, titles themselves have been very creative, but <laughs> the message behind that title has been very powerful as well. Uh, and we've already hit three. You're going up on your fourth week in the sermon series, right? That's that's right. We're coming up on uh, the fourth week. And do you want to give them a little preview I, of the I'm sermon debating, title? I'm debating on uh, last week sermon was objects in your mirror are closer than they appear. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Pastor Brad. I, I tell you what, I might come back. Will you will we have me back? Oh, yeah, we'll do it again. Well, how about I'll come back on the next podcast and I'll give you the title of the sermon. All right, sounds good. How about that? So we won't spoil it. All right. Thanks for listening. Bad Preaching Podcast. Thanks for listening today. Join us next week.
Bad Preaching <laughs> Podcast. <laughs>